Adele Spragan is an award-winning author, a thought leader, and an international speaker and trainer. She has been awarded 2020's Woman of Inspiration Award and in 2021 was recognized as a top behavioral expert of the year. I'm so excited to have her today on the podcast. Her book, Shift, has just been a global phenomenon, started so many beautiful conversations about our brain and our decision-making process. Welcome to the podcast, Adele. Thank you. Happy to be here, Katie. If you are in your 20s hoping there is more to life than boys and Bacardi, you are in the right place. Katie Ballmer has been a keynote speaker to over 60 colleges nationwide, encouraging 20-somethings to realize their worth, find their calling, and not date dirtbags. But seriously, Katie is an author, viral TikTok creator, wife, mom of two girls, and your adopted aunt that you never knew how bad you needed. Ready to have some real conversation tackling the hottest topics? This is the Truth For Your 20s podcast. I obviously gave a little intro about what you're doing, but I'm sure that didn't happen overnight. I would just love to hear a little more about you and how you got to where you are today. Sure, I'd love to. So like many listeners, probably I was stuck in patterns of procrastination. I had a terrible pattern of quitting, to be honest with you, despite being a behavioral change expert, despite being in the field for over 30 years. For the first 10 of those, I was still quitting every business that I started. started three businesses, and I quit three businesses, one after another. (laughs) By the time I quit my third business, Katie, I started to question, it can't be me, because I had done everything that I was being taught in order to change my behavior. I was taught positive thinking, goal setting, following SMART goals. I was part of a number of different coaching programs, different methodologies for behavior change, and I still couldn't change myself. And I thought, all right, it's got to be the instructions that we're using to change our patterns. And so I took myself to university and I studied the human brain and I studied how we make decisions. I determined, sure enough, we have the wrong operating instructions. So I created new ones. I've been teaching those for the last 10 years. And frankly, the results are dramatically different, where normally people get around a 4 to 25% success rate, depending on what they're doing. I offer them an 87% success rate. 87% of the people who work participate with me, they stop procrastinating, they get to their goals, they achieve the things they set out to achieve. So it's dramatically different and we know how to work the brain. Oh my word. So you created a new system and it's working. Yes. So this was all in your book, Shift. What is your typical person? Like who is a client? Like you're stuck here. It's so familiar. I can help you. Honestly, it ranges from a whole bunch of people, but people who are procrastinating, people who are up to things, like they want something in their life and they're trying to achieve something and they just keep hitting roadblocks after roadblock. And typically the roadblock is internal. It's like, I can't do that, or I'm not good enough, or, you know, I'm just not the right person. I'm not educated enough. You know, all those not enough. So we keep telling ourselves. Oh, yeah. So that's one person. Um, Other people are stuck sometimes for decades. I mean, I work with a whole bunch, a whole range of different age ranges. And some people that come to me, they've been stuck there for years and years and years, giving up on their goals like I was. Definitely, it doesn't matter how long somebody's been doing something. If you get the right way of using the brain, it's easy. Obviously, the book is called Shift. We have these patterns. And like you said, it's so familiar. I'm like sitting there nodding my head because those internal dialogue that get me stuck personally a long number of years as well. Like someone else is doing it. Someone is better. Why me? Fear, blah, 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 blah. Everyone listening is like, oh, yep, guilty. You know, (laughs) I'm sure there's not a button. If there was, we would have discovered it now. But like, what is the shift? How, How do we start shifting that thinking? Yeah, so we need to understand how this brain of ours works in order to know what's not working and what we need to do differently. 
unlike animals, human beings are not born with instinct. We have to learn everything that we do and every action that we take needs to be learned. But where do those actions come from? So from the moment somebody is born into this planet, the brain is very quickly trying to determine what actions it needs to take in the future. So every situation that we encounter, the brain takes the action that that person was taking at the time and stores it away for future use. The idea inside the brain is, okay, I took that action once. If I take it again, it will work for the second time. Right? So every time the person encounters a similar situation, the brain just pulls that pattern and just takes that action. And that's why we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over. It's because those actions are not being chosen by the person. We have a myth that says that we're actually choosing, but our brain is choosing primarily on our behalf. From the moment we're born, those patterns are now taking those actions. And our job is not to say what is the right action to take. That's the wrong question. You already know the right action to take logically. The right question is, why am I not taking that action right now? And in order to answer that question, you need to look to your brain's patterning. What is the brain doing that is preventing somebody from taking that optimal action? Okay, now that's a really different question, and it positions us in a very different place. So here's the old operating instructions compared to the new one. Before I understood the brain's patterning, here's what every person on this planet is taught to do. Set a goal. Determine the steps to get to that goal. If you don't know those steps, find somebody who does and follow in their footsteps. All of this sounding familiar. Yes. Once you know what to do, you ought to be able to do it. If you can't do it, there's something wrong. Either there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with the goal. Either way, quit, go back to square one, set a different goal, start again. Yes. This has a spinning around not getting where we want to go in life and limiting what we can do. So here's the new operating instruction. Set a goal. Your next question is not, how do I get to that goal? That is the wrong question. Your next question is, why am I not there right now? When you ask that question, you will notice that a whole bunch of actions, behaviors, beliefs bubble up to your mind. Let's just take one of your audiences. So give me a goal that somebody listening might have. Well, I'm actually starting a mastermind group with a lot of young women who want to write a book. So we'll say that. Perfect. So the goal is to write a book. The next question is, why am I not there right now? First thing that you're going to think is, well, I don't know what to write. Perfect. Yeah. Write that down. I don't know what what I should be writing, right? The next thing, I don't have time. Write it down. The next thing, everything I write just sounds like really bad, really awful. So write that down, okay? And you'll start to see that all of these things start to bubble up to your mind, which are preventing you. They're between you and that goal. I'd like every person listening to think of your brain as an iceberg. At the top of the water are all your actions, all your behaviors, all your beliefs. So everything that is written on that page that you've just wrote down. But under the water is where the brain's patterning lies. So a pattern that is just a neural pathway in the brain, we'll just simplify it, gives rise to every action you take, every behavior you adopt, every belief you hold. Your next job is not to fix that pattern. Your next job is just to remove it. So I'll go through the new operating instructions and I'll come back to them in a moment. But is that making sense? Yeah, you're blowing my mind. I'm taking notes and I'm loving it. (laughs) Wonderful. Now, knowing that a pattern is giving rise to what you believe, what you behave, what you do, you can relax. 
okay, great. I know it's a pattern. I know what to do with that pattern. Now you get my book. And in my book, there is the four steps for removing that pattern. And I'm just going to go through them briefly right now. Once you understand, okay, that action is given by a pattern, your next job has to be to drop under the water and ask, okay, what is that pattern? Identify that pattern. So a pattern is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, and thought. So everything that we do under it, and when you really think, really, really get into this experience, you'll see this to be true. Every belief that you hold, notice how there's a physical sensation and an emotion and a thought that goes along with that. You feel that? Okay, so I don't know what to write. Ooh, that makes me feel confused. And, you know, I start to cringe inside and my mind starts thinking, what should I write? Perfect. Okay, that is a pattern. Your job is going to be to remove that. So that was step one. You just identified the pattern by identifying the physical sensation, the emotion, the thought. Your next step is to own that as a pattern. Our brain has no access to the outside world. And this is really important to understand. It is inside a dark and silent room called a skull. Information is streaming in through our senses, but our brain isn't actually connected to those senses. Our brain is actually an interpreter. And what it has to do is interpret the information coming in based on what it already knows. Neuroscience has now determined that as much information is flowing into the brain, it's also being interpreted and flowing out from the brain to tell us what that is. So you have plant beside you right now, Katie. So my brain is looking at that plant information coming in through the senses, but it has to interpret plant based on its past-based knowledge. When it comes to a plant, that's fine. But when it comes to writing a book, that's where it gets into trouble, okay? Yeah. And so when we flip the switch and we own that as a pattern rather than saying that's true, I don't know what to write. Oh, yeah, I just have a pattern that doesn't know what to write. Okay, starting to get your power back, starting to feel the difference. It's much more empowering to know that it's just a pattern in the brain and that the brain is just doing its best to interpret. Yeah. That's step two. We're going to own it as a pattern I created. The third step, again, is not to fix that pattern. It is just simply to remove that pattern in the brain. You know, one of the latest findings in neuroscience, and not really a latest finding, it's been around for quite a while, is this idea that our brain has plasticity. It is constantly rewiring itself, upgrading itself, or at least trying to do that as best it can. But nobody has given us a method for doing that. It happens spontaneously all the time. But unless you have a systematic approach for doing that, then it you're just waiting for happenstance for the brain to upgrade the patterning. But what if I could give you a tool where you could just do that? Yeah. How would that work? Well, the first thing you have to do is remove the old pattern. If you don't remove the old pattern, then your brain has no reason to create a new pattern. We have a method, and it's a method of observation. It's a little tricky for me to explain. It's easy to do, don't get me wrong. But it takes some explaining to do. So the best bet is just get my book and I gift it to everybody. There's no reason not to. So that pattern will, when you observe it correctly in a state of surrendered observation, it will just deconstruct by itself. I go through that in the book. That's step three. And now and only now can you create a brand new pattern to take you to your goal. Until then, your job is just to identify what you're doing, own it as a pattern, surrender, deconstruct it. Now you get the opportunity to upgrade.
Wow. I wrote down so many notes. I especially love that iceberg uh, analogy about how there's so much under the surface yet above the surface as well. And what a beautiful new shift (laughs) of way of thinking about everything. And so this has been about 10 years, you said that you've been doing this? Yes. So I've been teaching this about 10 years. Yeah, it's it's really exciting. I mean, the more people who become pattern makers, the more this idea is spreading, the more this idea of understanding how the brain works and advances in neuroscience been tremendous over the last 20, 25 years. They have now invented modern brain scanners so we can peek inside the brain non-invasively and see what's actually going on. And so it's changing everything about how we see ourselves, how we see the planet, how we commit to our goals, how we get to our goals. Everything will start changing dramatically. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this episode as much as I am. Just a quick note to let you know that we have swag. If you enjoy this podcast, if it has enriched your life in any way, you support me and all the behind the scenes that goes into creating these episodes by shopping my online store. I made it super easy for you. The link is right in the notes in this episode. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or wherever it is, simply scroll down and get your shop on. Truth for Your 20s listeners can use promo code TRUTH to get 10% off at checkout. I'm 59 years old now. When I was growing up, the idea was that an adult brain was pretty much fixed. Yeah. And once you've gone into adulthood, you couldn't really change your behaviors, your actions, your beliefs very easily because those patterns were, as you say, those well-traveled. Yeah. But the brain is much more flexible and adaptable than that. The reason that human beings can spread all over this planet and adapt so easily to all of the different environments is because our brain is extremely adaptable, much more adaptable than we give it credit. I prefer to think of it as it's just different roads and those roads are just always being used, reused and differently used. Habits, I like to say, are just repeated actions that are taken over and over again. They're still at the top of the water. Brain patterns really are just physical sensations, emotions, thoughts intertwined. So it's a little bit of a different definition than how we're used to thinking about patterning. You're reminding me of the book Mindset. Okay. It's a really popular book and it's talking about basically what you're saying, how it used to be the the thought pattern of you're born with it or you're not. You're either a Mozart or you're not. And it's so much study as you're saying too is no, it's more about what you practice and what you continue to teach your brain or create those pathways. And I find that fascinating. I can't tell you how many times we've had conversations with our kids. We say almost every day, Michael Jordan never made the high school basketball team because he wasn't good enough. But then guess who practiced harder than anyone else? He did. As we were doing sports and stuff in middle school, they're like, oh, it's hard. They're better than me, blah, blah, blah. Yet you can practice more and you can show up and you can be the best if you choose to do so. Yes. Yeah. I get hot about that. But but interestingly, Michael Jordan had a pattern which allowed him to keep practicing, right? Yeah. So what does somebody do who doesn't have that pattern? Well, knowing that it's just a pattern allows you to upgrade it, allows you to take off the old pattern that doesn't like to practice, remove it, remove that old pattern, and then let your brain do what your brain does, which is create a new pattern. And then you'll be practicing much more easily. I just got off the call with a group. One of the guys in the group, he was explaining how up until repatterning, he was always somebody who never wanted to work before 10 a.m. Never. He'd even convince his bosses, I can work from 10 till 6, but I'm not working from 9 to 5. And he said that for the first time as he repatterned it, he now starts work at 7, loves it, and is getting everything accomplished. 
But how he did that was not by forcing himself to get up at seven. It was by removing the pattern that was getting up at 10. See the difference? Yes. So when we can just let go of the blame, shame, the I should be a certain way and I'm not that certain way and instead just say, oh, okay, I'm not that way because I have a pattern that's not allowing me to be that way. Now we can actually have an opportunity to be the way we want. And that's so empowering too. Yeah. Even if someone else is at fault, even if they did or you can't or blah, 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 all the other reasons that may all be true, but it doesn't get you anywhere. It's not productive. Yes. But when it's like, this is the circumstances, but I can change the patterns, that gets me excited. Yeah, so that's my book, Shift Four Steps to Personal Empowerment. And that's exactly it. Once you understand patterns, you're always empowered. It's like, oh, great. Okay, I'm doing something that I don't want to be doing. I'll just remove that pattern. Oh. I'm not doing something that I should be doing. I'll just remove that pattern. And you're always empowered. I'm sure you have a million stories, but I wonder if you could just share one or two that maybe stick out to your brain of what you teach and how it's just impacted lives. What would be better for your listeners? Somebody who's achieved a goal or a relationship pattern? Oh, let's do relationships. That's a hot topic over here on Truth For Your 20s. (laughs) Okay, great. You know, I work with many, many couples who are at odds. So they come, they're in conflict, they each have, you do this, you do that, blaming each other. So what happens when we remove a pattern? Well, how I'd like all your listeners to think is think of yourself as the center gear in the machine. So that gear is turning in a particular way. What happens if we just reach in and we just turn that gear in the opposite direction? Well, the other gears, the relationships around you then have to start turning. So how I work with couples is different from how I work with how a couple's counselor would work with them. They would be working on the communication. I say, okay, what are your patterns? What are your patterns? We're just going to remove those and then it'll show up differently. So, you know, I had one couple come to me and, and he had this very annoying pattern for her where he would be standing at the bottom of the stairs and yelling at the kids to come down for dinner. Lost his temper every time they didn't move quickly enough. And this infuriated her. It's just one of those things that drove her crazy. I didn't try to get him to change. I didn't make him wrong in any way. I just said, okay, what is that pattern that's right? And he noticed that he felt extremely impatient. Remember I said a pattern is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, thought. So his emotion was extreme impatience. He could feel his temperature rising when they didn't run. And his thought was of being disrespectful. Now we had identified what was driving that level of impatience. Now his job was to own it, remove it, replace it. Well, first of all, he just stops yelling. I mean, all of that anxiety just disappears. He doesn't have to fix that. It's not broken, right? He just stops that behavior. It just melts away. So the next thing that happened was he was amazed because the kids just wanted to hang around their dad. And they came down to dinner early and started helping him prep with dinner and all this stuff. And he was like, oh, my gosh, how does this happen? But the reason it happens is because every person is that center gear. And when they're behaviors change, it just shifts the behaviors of the people around them. And that's why I like to say it's a personal empowerment. We don't have to change other people. We just have to change ourselves. Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. It's so cool, isn't it? I mean, our brain is just so adaptable. But the thing is, is that when another person's brain doesn't encounter, like, you know, we're all predicting what each other will do inside a relationship because we know each other. right? But when that other person changes their behavior, like that father, the kids now, their brain has to adapt to what their new father is doing. And that's why they come down to the kitchen and start hanging around and want to be around their dad. It's not because they've changed communication, but because he is just a different person. And so that changes them as well. 
Wow. And again, this is gets me so excited because it's so empowering. You don't need a million dollars worth of counseling. This is within you. It's just realizing it's a pattern and being able to step into those healthy patterns. That's right. And the beautiful thing about patterning is all of that, I'm not enough, it just melts away. Yes, yes. Where does that voice, I'm not enough, come from? Why do we all walk around saying, I'm not good enough? Frankly, it's because when we were little and those patterns were first created, you probably weren't enough. Okay, let's just be honest, right? You tried to do something and it didn't quite fit the situation, but nevertheless, your brain stored that pattern away for future use and keeps trying to run on it. And that's why we all get that message, I'm not good enough, I'm not enough, I'm not smart enough. It's because we're actually not, frankly, seeing ourselves clearly. We're seeing ourselves through a six, seven-year-old's eyes. When we upgrade that, of course we're enough. Just think about everything that you have done in your life, everything you've learned, every book you've read. All of that is stored in the subconscious regions of our brain. When we remove the old pattern, it's there that you gain access to. And the things that you do are surprising. Surprise yourself. Of course I can do that. That's not a problem. Of course I have confidence. (laughs) Why wouldn't I have confidence? I've got all of this great stuff to pull from. It's amazing. I would love for you to unpack that a little bit more because I think that that's so relatable and also intriguing. I wonder how that impacted your own journey, you know, just understanding this patterns and now that you speak on this and everything, do you surprise yourself? Is it like, oh, of course I can do this now. (laughs) It's just so fascinating. You literally surprise yourself. Before I understood repatterning, before I created this technique, as I was saying, I had this terrible pattern for quitting. When I repatterned it, I woke up one day and I went, oh my gosh, I don't think about quitting anymore. Right? It just was gone for me. It was like I'd stepped out of one identity into another identity, one identity in which quitting was my go-to to another identity in which it just wasn't. It was that night and day, that surprising. And that's the way the brain really works. That's how it should be working. People surprise themselves. People take actions that they don't expect to take in delightful and surprising ways. So let me explain how the brain is working. And you'll know this from your own experience. From the moment that you're born, All of the sensory data is stored in the brain. Now, it's not in a format that we can tap in and say, what was I doing on May 22nd, 2001? Okay, it's not like that. It's more like just a vast warehouse within. But how do we know it's there? Well, if you ever smelt something and been transported back in time, a memory of that instant is just there and you remember everything about it, that's vast warehouse. It happens spontaneously when we are transported to those moments in time. But it's there. It's all there in the brain. What happens then when we remove a pattern created in our past, there from our youth, and now we just remove? Well, what happens is we force the brain to have to tap into that vast warehouse in order to know what is now required as a new action. And the brain does it taps into the unconscious, subconscious regions of the brain, and it just pulls out an optimal action based on all of that past learning. So whereas before, when you created that pattern, you really weren't good enough. Just think about it for a moment. How much have you read? How many movies have you watched? How many conversations? Somewhere in your brain, all of that is stored. And so confidence is just a natural part of running optimal patterns, of knowing how to upgrade the brain. Same with happiness. Say happiness is our birthright. It's all there underneath. It's just waiting for us to tap in. Peace of mind, that too, is our birthright. It's just there. So all of that success, confidence, peace, happiness, when we know how to work the brain, it just becomes 
who we are. I asked you to share an example in relationships, but now I'm super curious if you could also share the example of someone you said that met their goals. Oh, sure. Yeah. Why do we not meet our goals? Well, let's think about how the brain works. You know, here you are, you've got all of these patterns that are formed when you're little. Here's the thing, how the brain works. It's fascinating. It just keeps filling up a box of patterns. So every situation that you're in, the brain takes the action that you took and it stores it away. By the time we come through adolescence, so all through childhood, in the early part of our lives up until about the age of five or six, your massive pattern creation. Throughout childhood, you're still creating lots and lots and lots of patterns. Adolescent, massive amounts of patterns get created. Then you reach adulthood. At that point, the brain patterning starts to slow down a little bit because how the brain thinks is, okay, I've encountered every situation that I will ever encounter and I have a pattern for it. So once it's gone through enough situations, it just thinks, okay, that's good enough. I'm done. I don't have to create anymore. It doesn't lose its capacity to create patterns, mind you. It can always create patterns, but it it does slow down. So now you set a new goal. If you think about it, and I need everybody in their subjective experience, the goal that you set, can you see that the reason you're setting that goal is because you're trying to correct something that you feel is limited? I'm going to pause and let everybody think about that for a moment. So you set a goal of, give me a goal, give me a goal, Katie. Um, I want to run a marathon. Okay. Can you see how the goal I want to run a marathon is based inside of, I can't run a marathon right now? Sure. If you could run a marathon right now, why would you set the goal? You would just go ahead and run a marathon? Yes. So it is the limited past created patterns that are actually responsible for setting this. The next thing to know is you actually have the capacity to run that marathon if you could create patterns to run the marathon. Yes. <laughs> Not yeah, that makes sense. Okay, everybody got that? When we just start removing those old patterns, our brain is always trying to take us in the direction of our every aspect of your being wants your happiness, wants your success, wants your peace of mind. If we give it the opportunity to create those new patterns, of course you're going to achieve it. So people achieve remarkable things once you know how to repattern. I mean, I have people take on huge issues, leadership issues. What happens is we come to repatterning because we ourselves are suffering. We have a problem. I'm not good enough. And so people are attracted to repatterning to try and correct that. And then they remove all of those patterns. And now it's, okay, I did that. I'm feeling pretty good. Maybe now I can write a book. Yeah. They remove the patterns that prevent them from writing books and they're writing. Or they remove the patterns from preventing them from being in a leadership role and they step into a leadership role. One of the stories in my book, this woman came to me and she had this pattern where she had just taken a job in a nonprofit. One of her things, one of her tasks was to run the meetings. And every time she started to run the meetings, the other men in the room would throw her off track. And she was terribly intimidated by these men. So I said, okay, well, what are you trying to do? And she said, well, I really want to run a smooth meeting and I've got an agenda and I'm trying to get them to follow it. So I said, great. Okay, so what's between you and that? And she said, she said, I feel nervous. And every time I go to say what I want, these guys have their own agenda and they just keep pulling me. So I said, let's not fix that. Your job is just to remove those patterns. The next time she steps into that meeting, She says, oh, my gosh, like it was amazing. Everything went smoothly. These guys all listened to me. They respected me. Great. 
what changed? Not them. Yeah. What did she do? If we'd been a fly on the wall, what would we have been able to see? Was she a little bit more assertive? Was her posture different? Was she nipping conversations in the bud and going, nope, we're not going there. We're going this yeah. way. Yes. And yes, all of that was happening inside the space because she is now empowered. Once you're empowered, there is nothing that will hold you back. How do we get to that state of empowerment? We have to remove the old patterns that are stopping. Adele, this is so good. I'm sitting here thinking about how I want your book. I want my kids to read your book. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. Tell us how we can get more of your goodness that you teach. A few ways. I mean, first of all, I gift my book. All I ask that people do is pay for shipping. Wow. So if you go to shift number four steps, dot com so shift four steps dot com but four is the number you can get a free copy there there's a link just click that link and i'd love to ship you out an autographed copy you're so kind katie i want this method to spread in this world we are all in conflict the reason we're in conflict is because there are past created patterns that are creating those mm-hmm. conflicts and i watch those melt away when people repattern And to me, it's a selfish act of gifting my book because I want everybody to have it and I'm out to change the world. I am here for it. I love your generosity. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to take you up on that and I hope our listeners do too. And the other way that if if people don't like to read, because some people aren't readers and that's fine, then they can get 30 days free access to my training in the Pattern Maker Hub. If you go to adelsbragan.com, so it's A-D-E-L-E-S as in Sam P-R- a double g o n dot com. You can get 30 days access to free training in there, and that will definitely get you started on your way to pattern making. And we'll put the show notes, uh, the link for everything right here, so people can just scroll up from the episode and click on there and get all of the good stuff. Lovely. Yes. You've given us so many good things, and I know that we all are caught or can find ourselves in these patterns of procrastination or, or just, you know, whatever it may be. I'm wondering, obviously, we get the book and start these four steps. So what is something we could do today just to get out of this yucky mindset and to start making these new patterns? Yeah. So one of the most freeing, liberating things to know is that everything that you do is the result of an existing pattern that lives in your brain. If you think about it, that's amazing. It's yeah. like, oh, good. I don't have to change the outside world. I just have to recognize, acknowledge, and remove the pattern that is causing the unwanted action. And that's true whether that action is how you see somebody else or how you see yourself. It doesn't matter. The pattern in the brain. Let me just explain that. Katie, do you think you're seeing me? Seeing you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it feels that way, right? And I really feel that I'm seeing you. But if we know how the brain works, we have to question that. Because from the moment you and I met, my brain created a pattern for Katie. Katie's brain created a pattern for Adele. Okay. Now, if I don't like or if I'm in conflict with my pattern for Katie, whose job is it to change that? Yours. Mine. Powerful. Right? Okay, great. If I can let go of that pattern, then you get to show brand new to me inside my brain. I'm actually interacting with a different pattern, with a different Katie. Knowing that is powerful. That's the gift that we give each other. When we can just own, okay, that's my pattern. 
no matter what's happening, that's my pattern. Once you know how to work with that pattern, nothing ever has to disempower you again. You're right. This is world changing. <laughs> <laughs> right? As soon as we understand the brain differently, we understand how everything needs to be done in a different way. Wow. It's not choice. It's not free will. It's not knowing the action you need to take and taking that action. It's asking yourself, what am I doing? Does that work? If it doesn't, you're going to have a four-step technique to remove it. And when I say, does that work? I mean, does that work for everybody? Does that work for you? Does that work for me? It can't be me and you. It has to be us. So if it doesn't work for either one of us, I get to own it as my pattern and remove it. That's so empowering. I keep saying that, but it's so true. I mean, so many, as we interact with the world and if there's conflict, well, that's because I have a pattern and I have decided this. Perhaps I need to create a new pattern. That's huge. Say an internet bully. Okay, that's their opinion because they have this pattern, but that doesn't concern me. Like moving on, both sides of that is so powerful. Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought up internet bullying because everybody has opinions and we're all relating to those as facts. Right? Yeah. But if that opinion doesn't work for me, I'm just going to remove my pattern that's affected by it. I don't really care about the internet bullying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the affected by it. I'm the one suffering. I'm going to remove that pattern. They will show up different. Oh my gosh. I am just obsessed. Adele, you are a rock star. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is the pattern I have decided about you. <laughs> I'll own that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to change it. <laughs> I'm going to have all the show notes for how we can get uh, your book. It's so generous of you to offer for free the coaching, all of the good stuff, and just continue to connect with you. Guys, I know that this helped you. And if it helped you, it could help your friend. Please share on social media. Give myself an Adele a tag. I know that she would love to see you guys eating up her content. And I'm just so thankful for this conversation. Thank you. And happy to be here, Katie. You're the best. Hey, if this episode was helpful or you benefited from it, I would love your support. I do not have a Patreon or ask for donations, but you support this show when you shop our online store. I have sisterhood t-shirts, notebooks, and the very popular I Don't Date Dirtbags tote bag. Yes, that is what they say. And two digital courses all about dating. And if none of that suits your fancy, a review on iTunes would also mean the world. Thanks so much for being here, and I hope you gained some truths for your 